0: Hi, I'm Nirmal Hansali and you're listening to another episode of Time Capsule. I hope you remember Time Capsule is an experiment of mine where I wish to record conversations, ideas, and random things which I think would be worthwhile revisiting in the future. This episode is a personal story and it's something I definitely want to think about some years down the line. Like many of the people I know, I don't particularly have a dream ex. I didn't have a dream university that I wanted to study in. I don't have a dream job. I've never had a dream destination where I want to travel to. And I've never dreamt of a dream home where I really want to live in. There's only one dream that I do have. It pertains to reading and libraries. I want to have a personal library wherever I live, at any point in the future. My exposure to reading books came quite late. While I consider myself to be an early adopter of all things related to the internet and technology, I never thought about reading. As a kid, I didn't think you should read anything outside of textbooks, and if you did, it had to be comics like The Tinkle or Phantom. Even though I was reading manga when I was around 10 years old, it was only when I was 13 that I truly flipped through the pages of a novel. The earliest memory I have of a semblance of a library that people would keep is from Third Standard. My class teacher at the time had kept her books and comics that she thought nine-year-old kids could read in one corner of our classroom. Obviously I would only borrow the books that had pictures in them and not the novels that had text. We also had a library period in our school. For the longest time. I believed that we couldn't take the books outside of our school library. And often in our so-called library period, the librarian would give us encyclopedias and textbooks of her choosing. And I think that irked me a lot. I began to dislike our school library. Fast forward a couple of years in 2011 or somewhere around 2012, a friend of mine asked me to accompany him to a library near my home. He said he had to return some books and I decided to go along with him since we anyway had to go to the park nearby and play our daily dose of cricket. The library is housed in a building called the Indian Institute of World Culture. The founder B.P. Vadia envisioned this center to give ordinary people an outlook of the world. He wanted to make available nuggets of knowledge which he thought would help people in body, mind and spirit. The library inside has about 45,000 books and a children's section which has over 10,000 books. Not to mention, there's a reading section with over 400 journals and magazines from around the world. This was my first time going to an actual public library. I always thought these kind of places were for old people. We went inside the children's section and up until that point in life, I hadn't seen so many books ever before. I don't think my mind had the capacity to even imagine that so many books and novels could exist in one single place. We returned the books and went back to play. I didn't play well that day. On my mind, I was only thinking about the library, about that place filled with books. I was eager to get back and there was this urge to visit and explore why there were so many books and what those books were about. My friend said that since it's a public library, I don't need membership to just read the books. I was excited at this thought because I didn't even know this was possible. I went alone the next day and entered the children's library. As you enter the library, in front of you, you see tables on which there are hardbound books that are laid down. Towards the right corner, you can see a host of children's magazines like Tinkle and Amar lined up. And a bit further, there were so many rows of bookshelves that were just lined up across the entire room. There were people who were sitting on what I thought were rather nice old wooden chairs. They were reading and there were all sorts of people, people younger than me, people my age, old people who were in children's section for some reason and all of them were just reading. No one's talking. I could hear myself breathing probably out of nervousness. Like maybe I was out of place or crossing or breaking some rule of the library. I wasn't sure. I swear the librarian gave me a look which I think was out of annoyance. Immediately, I rushed to one of the bookshelves and picked up a novel. I recognized the cover since I had seen it in my school. It was the secret seven novel. I sat down and followed what the other people were doing in order to blend in. That is to read. I felt awkward being the first one to stand up and leave. So I stayed there and kept reading. I don't know how time passed on. But soon, I was the only one and the library had to close for the day. It's hard to explain what I felt then. It was like someone had woken me up from a good dream. I returned the next day and I finished the book. I was surprised to be able to make sense of it all. It was weird. I had a resistance to books because I thought it was only in text, but somehow my mind was able to visualize the characters and the stories. I experienced the adventure that the group of seven were undertaking and it was a lot of fun. That was the first time I think I comprehended the joy of reading novels. I begged my parents to get a membership in the library and thankfully they agreed. I could borrow a book and two magazines every week. Soon, I had an obsession. I call this period my golden age of reading. For around 3-4 to years till I was 16, I just read. I would read while I was traveling to and from school, I would read in all the breaks that I could find, and even when there was something important to do, I would procrastinate by reading. I spent a lot of time in that library. I'm not an outgoing person, and every library visit for me was an adventure. I was reading what many of my friends had read much, much earlier. It was here that I discovered and read the entire Secret 7 series, a lot of Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, Artemis Fowl, and this underrated series called The Three Investigators. It was in that library that I discovered Harry Potter and the fantasy genre. And it was in that library where I briefly considered being a detective while reading Sherlock Holmes and the Agatha Christie thrillers. Looking back, I realized my reading wasn't exactly broad or diverse. But trust me, I didn't care at the time. I was just reading whatever I had fun with and the library gave me any book I wanted. I was in some kind of flow and time was immaterial. My reality was immaterial and the only thing that mattered was what I was reading and the world I was in. To paraphrase Max Joseph, there's something about being in a library that makes you feel infinite, like you can touch the magic. It's at this point that I started thinking about a personal library. I started collecting pocket money and soon I had enough money to buy my own books. And I did. I ordered a box of books on Flipkart back when it was a company that only sold books and gave amazing discounts. I ordered 13 books. I still have all of those. In fact, I haven't even opened one of them yet. A Dance with the Dragons by George R.R. Martin. That unopened book symbolizes a decline. With the rise of the so-called golden era of content, my golden era of reading ended. I haven't been to that library in the last five years. I haven't spent time in any library out of joy. It has always been out of some compulsion. I had stopped reading for pleasure, I didn't want to read, I had to read now. There were entrance exams to crack and then assessments and tests and I had to read for competitions etc. It created a cycle where I was constantly distracted by my surroundings and I was paralyzed by the many choices of content to consume and by my incessant need to scroll on social media. Slowly, I think I forgot how to read for fun. There were times where there might have been a spark, but overwhelmingly, I was becoming incapable of reading. Sure, I was watching TV shows and movies, and I'd become obsessed with podcasts, but I don't think it felt the same. My Dream X is a library. It's not just a physical space. I, of course, want to be surrounded by a lot of books. I want a place of my own where I can enter and get lost in the infinity of books. It's a place I can visit where I don't have to worry about things weighing down on me, where I don't think about all the things I have to do, where I can just read. The dream library is a personal yearning. It's a longing for that fulfillment of reading a book week after week where I was experiencing different lives without ever moving my feet. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked it. Let me know what you think about libraries, what you think about reading, and if you have a dream place, well, just comment below. I'm just going to end this here because I want to get back to reading.